Now, Jeremy, what we are about to tell you, it is imperative you stay calm. So none of your usual crying, screaming, or whatever. I'm always calm. That is not technically true. You always say you are, but you're not. We even made a tape. Roll it. What do you mean it's sold out? This is my calm face. So, all that punch you drank from the court, it sort of turns you into a portal to another dimension. Okay. See, calm, that sounds manageable. And makes you explode. That is also fine. I do have a solution. Oh, that's good. It's a whole lot of chemicals designed to neutralize the dimensional destabilizers you ingested. And some spores. Well, lots of spores. Spores? What are they for? Adding sparkle and being cute. They're like living glitter. Can we focus? I'm about to become a human version of a post-curry poo. Sorry, they're all in this small shot glass. Cheers! Let me finish. They're all in this small shot glass and this suppository. That is not a suppository. That's a rugby ball. Do you want to live? We need to get these in you and fast. <laughs> this is going to be good. Bend over and bite the pillow. Stop enjoying this. Well, who knows? You might. They do say the prostate is the male G-spot. Baby steps, though. That thing's bigger than Mr. Fisto. Does somebody need fisting? Shut up, Mr. Fisto! Why did I invent a voice-activated fisting machine? Uh, because you're German? Mandy, shut up. Jeremy, bend over. Oh, can I have the shock first? After, sold, then sweet, my dear. Did you just use a normal proverb? Can we please just get this over with? Three, two, one, deep breaths! Oh, 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 so bad. Oh, shut up! Give me the shot. Get me some whiskey. <laughs> Damn it! Well, maybe you won't just drink any old thing that ends up in front of you next time. Am I getting any credit for stopping him exploding? Considering you just turned my arsehole into a Play-Doh fun factory, no. named after the letters of the ancient English ABC. We're still with Suzanne Gillard, expert on ancient music. Thanks for having me. So before the break, you said humans used to make music with their vocal folds. Yes, they called it singing. 
singing. They describe it as a very beautiful thing, but it seems we've lost this ability in the course of evolution. However, you have found a way to give us a taste of what it would have sounded like. Yes, with this contraction, we can make any person sing. It looks very complicated. I see a lot of cables. Could you please describe it to our listeners at home? It's actually quite simple. So, in the middle, we've got Jenny, on loan from the prison planet Monogot 11, and we've wired her up to a number of generators. So if I press this button, button has their own voltage. Exactly! Their own voltage, which produces a stream of air carrying different wavelengths from the vocal folds. This one is a little weaker. Uh, how painful is this for Jenny? It's excruciating. Oh, very interesting. Now, in the old days, music consisted of more than one note, though. They connected different notes to make a song. Sadly, humans have lost this skill completely, so I brought in one of our distant relatives, an ape, to play Jenny for us. Rupert, whenever you're ready. Have we got any more Jaffa Cakes, love? Back of the cupboard, Nigel, with the biscuits. But they're not biscuits. Pardon? Biscuits go soft when exposed to air. Cakes go hard. It's only three in the afternoon, Nigel. Don't need to be hearing about things going hard. I saw it on Melly Belly. If you're about to ask me to check your soggy bottom... Do you want anything from the kitchen? No, dear. Greetings, humour! Oh, piss off, Snippy Pete. Excuse me? Whatever it is, I'm busy. I am sure I don't know what you mean. You write a song, I'm royal listener. Your toilet's clogged, royal plumber. You stub your toe, royal cuddle giver. I am sick of your bullshit, so piss off, you needy claw-handed dickhead. Actually, I was just passing through. In my kitchen. It's a thoroughfare for the grand dimension! Right. So if that's true, then what's behind your back? Nothing. Stop turning around. Stand still. Right there. No. There. Just... Oh, let me see. Okay. Oh. Hello there. Hello, Hello Mr. Nigel. You know who I am? Your daddy's best friend. Daddy. It does happen. Mating with crabs. Mating yes, with... Yes, I remember. Well... What do you think? Oh, the song was fine, Snippy Pete. I mean of them. They're very, um, crusty. Oh, thank you. Is that it? Well, there is one small teeny... I knew it! I appoint you royal babysitter! No. Please? What? I'm going mad. I swear. Snippy Sally and Snippy Steve are just so... Claws over your ears, children. Needy. Yes, and I wonder where they get that from. Oh, if I'd known, I'd never have fertilised my eggs. Okay, claws down now. You fertilised your... Actually, no. Forget it. Don't want to know, don't care. Please, just a few hours. I'm pretty busy. I'm 
begging you. I'm exhausted. I tried to slit my wrists, but they're too crusty. I need a break. Well, oh, fine. Oh, thank you so much, thank you. Goodbye, children. Daddy will be back soon. Be good for Mr... Mr... It's Nigel. Nigel, the royal babysitter. So, kids, how about a nice hot bath? Yay! Mary, dear, do you know how to make Russian dressing? We need to fix this. The tentacle on the kitchen floor was lifting up my skirt again. I am working on it. Yeah, you better be. Or little Miss Grabby Suckers is becoming sushi. What the hell are we going to do? This is a disaster. If anything, this is a unique scientific opportunity. My house is full of portals to other worlds. Exactly. God damn it, Sarah. You were supposed to fix this. Have you exploded? Exactly. So get off the long donkey. Zara, look out. There's a, a cat head with centipede whiskers crawling over your shoulder. Ah, he's back. Good boy, Aloysius. You named him. He's cute. What? He's, what has he got in his mouth? Screwdriver. Oh, I really hate you guys sometimes. The universe is a weird place, Mandy. Get used to it. Oh, sorry, sorry. I didn't realise I was supposed to just accept holes and mutant cat heads and pussing and grabbing abominations. To be fair, we do have that last one in this dimension. And it's done. What is? Short-range hole entropy raising transmitter. Sheet. Now, will someone be good enough to bring me Mr. Fisto? Does somebody need fisting? Now, we just need to put Mr. Fisto... Does somebody need fisting? Why did I not add a mute button? Right, anyway. We put Mr... The device in front of the portal, turn it on, and it will safely punch through the hole and activate the ceiling pulse. Uh, won't that leave Mr... The device trapped on the other side. I shouldn't think so. I would be a pretty bad scientist if I can only be used once. Scheiße! Well, why not split the wave into sin and cosin versions of itself and have one pulse on each side? Make sure the second is done this side. Boom! Extra strong, double seal, and we can reuse. Mr. Sarah! Stay back! I think the mind worms have got it. Increased intelligence is the first sign. Increased intelligence? Fuck you very much. I'm not just eye candy and tentacle fodder. Well, then you won't mind if I just slice open your skull and... Actually, yeah, I do. Fine. Fine. Can, can, can you let go of my balls, please? She is right. That would work. Now, can we just finish this up? Nothing's ever simple with us. It's always bickering, tangents, and insults. Oh, that's just from you. Hey! Just turn on Mr. Fisto. Does somebody need... Oh, get him here. I'll close the rest. Can we keep this one? Bye. It's, it's connecting my living room to my fridge. Makes getting beer easier. On behalf of your liver, definitely not. So... Mr. Lucifer. Just Lucifer. Lucifer, this is a surprising political direction to take. How so? Well, green policies aren't usually associated with with the source of all evil. 
If you don't mind me saying... Excuse me? What's that supposed to mean? Well, trying to stop climate change, it seems like a good thing to it do. It is a good thing. You're implying that it is a purely morally good thing. But it is good in other ways too, like a will. It's good at what it's for. Excellent for torture peopling on. Evidently. Uh, however, I would have thought that global warming is beneficial for hell. Wouldn't you want it to get hotter? That was indeed an argument used by the DFCC. DF... DFCC, Demonic Faction for Climate Change. They argued we could make savings on fuel due to the overall hotter atmosphere, but those savings were vastly exaggerated. Hellfire burns at several thousand degrees centigrade. The two or three degrees difference on Earth would have made no significant difference. But if you look at it in the long run, I'm sure eventually it'd pay out, wouldn't it? I mean, you do promise eternal suffering. Oh, well, the very hell well. You see there, you've done it yourself. Eternal suffering. We can't sustain hell on fossilised fuels forever. Fortunately, coal and gas will run out. And what do we do then? Burn the sinners? Isn't that what you do? Good point, but no. With all that new wave veganism and empathy through mindfulness, we just don't have enough of them these days. No, no. We had to switch to renewable energy. Besides, can you imagine the emissions we have to deal with down here? From purgatory alone, constant fire, CO2, little oxygen, the particulate matter that gets flung into hell's atmosphere. I've already personally missed several days' work due to respiratory diseases. Yes, uh, you don't sound well. And it's not just the fire. Our electricity bill has become ridiculous lately. But just for the ninth circle of hell alone, we can't continue for the energy needed to keep it refrigerated. That's where your scheme for renewable energy comes in, isn't it? I believe solar power wasn't an option. No, no, we don't get much sun down here. Or any, to be honest, no. We're quite lucky to have the river sticks, though. I had a hydropower station built on its bank ten metres away from the water. Um... Well, it gives the sinners something to do. Carry the water over with a teaspoon. They get lashes every time they spill some. Sounds great. And in the second circle, we're building wind farms. The violent storms aren't the only thing tormenting the locals now. Apparently, the wind turbines make the view horrendously torturous. Here, let's have a look. Yes, yes. Um, what were those turbines made of? Shoulder blades of babies who died before they were baptised. Whoa, that's all well and good. Uh, I mean, bad, bad. But I would have thought you'd turn to nuclear energy instead. Isn't that much more efficient? Uh, you do make a good point. And to be honest, I was one of the advocates myself. After all, when you've got all of eternity, 
who needs to worry about the half-life of plutonium? <laughs> yeah, well, in terms of safety, have you seen my demons? Oh, when you look like that, who cares about growth? What extra eye? Well, maybe some other mutation, eh? Why didn't you go down that path, then? Heaven. Ah, did you have a sign, a mutual treaty of disarmament? Neither you nor the angels can have radioactive material that could be used for the creation of nuclear bombs. What? No! Those bastards just bought it all up! How the fudge do you think they get their halos to glow? Good afternoon. You're listening to Inside Industry with Chester Vester. We have the privilege today of being invited inside the secretive Wilson's Utilities to see the making of one of their biggest sellers, the Thumb Toilet. Credited with causing a global shift in bowel cancer awareness, it allows people to perform safe, hygienic rectal examinations in their own home. The Thumb Toilet is quite literally a lifesaver. Journey with us now as we see how this revolutionary product is made. Here, at the start of the production line, we can see the heart of every thumb toilet being made. The thumbs. Each thumb toilet has an inner ring of 30 thumbs. These thumbs are freshly harvested from inmates of the prison Planet Monogot 11. The inmates are lined up in front of the thumb extractor, and if I'm lucky, oh yes, they are placing their hands in the removal pods. Oh, and down comes the chef-a-lactor. Yeah! Oh, judging by the screen, someone forgot the sedatives. I think someone will be getting fired for that blunder. Now, we move on to the next part of the assembly, this part of the process can take several months of careful nurturing, so we must be especially careful not to disrupt the process. To deal with the complex analytics required to detect the changes in cell division that lead to cancer, each thumb toilet is a fully organic brain. They are grown in this lab for several months until they have reached an appropriate size. As each toilet is a living being that will, well, spend its existence consuming waste and digging around in rectums, there is high instances of insanity. With early models of the toilets intentionally becoming clogged in an effort to end their lives. In fact, if you listen, you may be able to hear them wailing in horror at their own existence. Oh. It's almost beautiful! Now to offset the manufacturing error in early toilets, now a Memoff is brought in to finish the process. The Memoff is a fascinating creature, which we will be airing a documentary on next week. In short, they exist one plane above us, in the realm of dreams. The Memoff hypnotises the toilet into an endless pleasant dream allowing it to function without issue. Now, we have the final phase, a quite simple operation to graft the thumbs to the living toilet, and then a protective porcelain coating is applied to stop any organic matter oozing onto consumers' floors. 
The coating is made by Bahulis from a nearby inorganic dimension, a race who breathe sulfur and excrete a hardened white material much like porcelain. Thanks, Bahulis. Well, it's a big thumbs up to the thumb toilet from me, Chester Vester. I can't wait to get home and hug my thumb toilet. I hope you all had fun too. Bye! Right in the shits, listen up. My name is Bob, welcome to the Satanist Summer Camp. Glad you can all make it, it's only two hours until midnight. My watch says 21.53. That is practically two hours until midnight. Two hours and seven minutes. Shut up. Demons are a tardy bunch anyway, as long as we do it roughly around midnight. Okay. Right. Where was I? You said it was two hours till midnight. Two hours and six minutes now. You all got the letter telling you what to pack, right? Yes. Good. So, let's check our kits then. Torches? Check. I haven't brought any spare batteries though. Should I have brought spare batteries? Batteries? Uh, for what? Uh, the torches. Don't shine that at me! Oh, no! We don't use those kind of torches. Sorry. We use real torches. This is real. Is that a Zelda one? No. It's got Zelda on it. No, it doesn't. My little brother's got one of those. Shut it! Both of you. And give that stupid torch here. We use real fire ones. Sorry. Next, chalk. I don't have a real fire one. It's okay. You can get a stick from outside, we'll dance your t-shirt and petrol and wrap it around the top. It's my favourite t-shirt. Are you answering back in a shade? No, sir. Good. So, chalk. Check. We need those to draw the pentagram. In the guide notes it said that pentagram is to be drawn in blood. It is, yes, but you're initiates. So you will be pre-drawing your pentagrams in chalk and once I say it's fine and only when I say it's fine, you can put the blood on. Um... Later, initiate. If you've got any questions, you can ask later. Latin Bible? Check. Incense? Check. Salts? Check. I didn't know what salt to pack. Just salt. But which one is best? I've got sea salt, table salt. Table salt salt will do. Pink Himalayan salt, garlic salt. No, don't use that. Chili salt. Definitely don't use that. I've also got a salt mill. Just... Just use table salt. Okay. Have you got your sleeping bags and sandwiches? Yes. I bought a quinoa salad. What 12-year-old eats quinoa? I'm 13. Right. Can I ask my question now? If you must. About the blood. What about the blood? What kind of blood do we use? Any kind, as long as it's blood. Will tomato sauce work? It's tomato sauce blood. Uh, no. Then it won't work. But it looks like blood. It won't work. What kind of blood does work? The bloody kind! We usually use goat's blood. It's the most reliable. Cat is quite good. Uh, dog, not so much. No idea why. I bought Ferdinand. Who's Ferdinand? My guinea pig. Well, I've never tried guinea pig blood before. Not sure if you'll be able to squeeze enough out, though. Oh, I also bought these ones. Nice. We thought Ferdinand was a boy, so we bought him a little friend, Mason, but it turned out Ferdinand isn't a boy at all. 
Right. Mama says I need to get rid of them. Great. Will they be enough? If you squeeze them. Um... What is it now in her shirt? About that blood. What about it? Is it vegan? Oh, what do you think? Fake blood is vegan. Fake blood is also fake. Will it work, though? No, it bloody well won't. Oh. Do we have a problem here in the shirt? No, sir. Sure? Um, no. Actually, sir, I'm vegan. I don't think it's ethical. You're about to summon a demon from hell and you're talking about ethical? Papa always says nothing wrong with being a hypocrite. Well, I suppose that's true. So, is there a vegan alternative? To blood? Yes. No. Oh. Unless... You want to use your own blood. How much do I need? About a pint. It's, it's, it's roughly as much as you give when, when you donate blood. I'm too little to donate blood. Well, let's just give it a try. Okay. Good. All clear then? Yes. You've got an hour and a half to relax now. Have some food and then we can start the ritual. The living star, Perseus Xenon Psy, has lost the public vote, and so their solar system now has a new white dwarf in the sky. Goodbye, Perseus Xenon Psy. Moving on, it's time for the judges' elimination round, and so now we'll join the hive mind Gluon 3 backstage to meet our first elimination act. Thank you, Nebulous Plox. We've all enjoyed the rise of Baby Krong this series. Already feeling like a real God Talent classic. Oh yeah, Baby Krong in the house. So, what can you tell us about your upcoming performance? Oh yeah, it's a real mic drop, son. A total baller. Gotta get got by no intergalactic dick waving contest. Baby Kronk, don't play that way. Baby Kronk, everyone. Oh, yeah. Baby Kronk spit truth at ya. Baby Kronk spit truth at ya. 300 credit bill, y'all. Get your waist sacks out. Let's wave them in the air. Oh, don't care if we spatter the neighbors. No, don't care if we spatter the neighbors. Cause your boys don't talk. My homies got your back. Start from the bottom, only one way to go. Uh, start from the bottom, only one way to go, bitch. Oh, baby cronk. No, no, and no. Jess, what are you doing? I'm doing the song, you know, for the Got Talent sketch. Jeremy, that's not going in the show. What? It's pretty racist. It's about aliens. It's clearly thinly veiled racism. You were in the recording booth grabbing your dick. I'm not racist. No, but that was. That's stupid. Middle class white guys appropriating urban culture. Yawn. Look, I'm pretty sure we don't even get enough listeners for anyone to even care. You're still not doing the song. We should have used Zara's song. I didn't write it. Jeremy said he had one. Uh, Sally, Alora, uh, can we cut this? This is going to get confusing. Why? Well, look, we already have us playing fictionalised versions of ourselves, and if we include a real-life conversation... 
we're breaking the fourth wall. It's radio, there is no fourth wall, there are no walls. Yeah, but we've established conventions, and it's not radio, it's podcast. You called it a radio comedy. A shorthand. Look, fine, okay, no song. Can we just stop and cut this bit? They get younger every year, don't they? I know. Obster looking good though. You know, when he started doing these initiate courses, I didn't think he'd last. Aw, look at him. He's got the patience of a saint. Deep down. Demons! Can you hear us? Loud and clear, no need to shout. Sorry. How are you, Bob? How's the missus? Oh, she's fine. Thanks for asking. All's good. Glad to hear it. And your mother-in-law? Curse is holding up. <laughs> Couldn't be happier. Excellent. Now, what can we do for you today? I got two more initiates for you, ready to sell their souls. Lovely. Hello there. No need to be afraid. Go on. Say hi. Oh, aren't they adorable? How old are they? Twelve. Actually, I'm already thirteen. Sweet. Thirteen is a good age. Thank you. So what can we do for you? I need really good A-levels, and then I need a really good university degree, and then I Isn't need... Isn't it a bit early to be thinking about A-levels and university? It's never too early to think about your career. I want to be CEO of a big company by the time I'm forty. Really? What about having a family? Oh, because I'm a girl, I can't be successful. True. When you're as old as me, a bit of casual sexism does slip out at times. I apologise. But aren't you a little bit young to be thinking of all that? I'm 13! Exactly. You should be falling in love for the first time. You should be super upset with your best friend for daring to buy the same top as you because if you now come to school wearing the same thing, oh, that would be awful. We wear school uniform. Right. But you know what I mean. I want to be CEO of a big company. I don't feel good about this. Hey, it's a lot better than what they usually come out with. I know. Usually they just want to curse their parents for grounding them. Still... I'm offering you my soul for all eternity, so I get to choose what I want. Do you even understand what all eternity means? Yes, it's like forever. Look, it's what the girl wants. Don't worry, it's fine with me. Is she still a virgin? She's 13! You, my friend, are sadly out of touch with today's youth. What do you mean? He means nothing. Don't worry. So, what about you, little fellow? You look a little bit pale. He means you, Initiate! Uh... Is something wrong with him? No, he's definitely still a virgin. What would you like, little one? Is he bleeding? Fuck, Bob! What did you do with him? He wanted to use his own blood. He's a kid. You can't tell him to use his own blood. He refused to use goat's blood. Don't just stand there. Call an ambulance! I don't have any phone signal down here. Right. All the portals are shut. Good job, Mr. Fisto. Does somebody need fisting? Oh, maybe later. Wash him after, please. Did you leave that one open? I asked you to. Yeah. You don't feel any more coming on, do you? Uh, no. All done. Good. 
in all the confusion, we forgot about the cult's plan to distribute the portal drinks and shop from Tuesday. If we don't stop it, hundreds of people will explode. And that portal leads to their warehouse. That's convenient. So, what's the plan? Quite simple. Drop this small explosive on the other side. That's convenient. What kind of scientist would I be if I couldn't improvise explosives? Any teenage anarchist can do that. So how do we get it over there? I think we all know the answer. No. No! Not Mr. Fisto! Does somebody need fisting? Hush now! Don't make this harder! Give him here! No! It should be me that does it. <laughs> Goodbye, Heinrich. Goodbye, Mandy. I never programmed that. And you never learned his name either. <laughs> the bomb is set. It's time. How are we going to close it from this side? I don't have time to explain why I don't need to explain that. Goodbye. Sarah can make a new Mr. Fisto. I don't want a new one! I want Heinrich! Um, can I please get some sort of recognition for my work for once? Oh god, Sarah, it's not always about you! Ah, fine, whatever! I'm going to watch TV. As you can see, the streets are slick with gore, tears and disembodied genitals. As yet, there is no explanation for the human combustion, disappearances, and bloody naked people wandering the streets. But we'll update you as more details emerge. Back to you, Pat! <laughs> what happened to InShops Tuesday? Heinrich died for nothing, you bad end! Uh, scheiße. <laughs> New from Wilson's Utilities Game Division! Sexy Pete, sexy Pete. Build a human sexy piece. I'm sorry to say, it's not infant friendly. Rated for ages 12 plus. Who will be your middle piece? Fun for the entire family. For terms and conditions, please read our website. Written by Jeremy Linnell and Sarah Hartle. Performed by Jeremy Linnell, Sarah Hartle and Mandy Rose. Additional voices by Alora Smith and Sully Burgess. Sound engineers, Sully Burgess and Alora Smith. Music by Alora Smith.